0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. A new joint report I want to talk about from the Nevin Economic Research Institute and UCD School of Business. And what have they found? Well, a whole host of things. Amongst them, that if you look at the most lower paid jobs in the economy, you will find far more women than men. It is the opposite. At the upper end of the pay scale. Henry McKean, somebody who is at that upper end of the pay scale, is with me now and has been digging into this. Henry, what did
1: you find? Kieran, you're right. We've done so much. We've tried so hard, but we're still, in a way, back to square one. Uh, yeah, more than a quarter of jobs in Ireland, uh, they have been described as being poor quality low wages, demanding workloads, precarious positions, and these are being tightly monitored and controlled by bosses. And as you said, the Nevin Economic Research Institute and the UCD School of Business have come together. And the ladies, female workers, young workers, people without a degree or a diploma, a third level, workers in elementary, and the carers. Carers are really uh, kind of screwed over here, as well as leisure and sales and customer service people. And people working in small companies but nursing homes are the worst off but there is a flip side kieran and that is something called a greedy worker which is really interesting because these people earn a lot of money but they don't stop working here is john geary professor at ucd's school of business he
2: compiled the report what surprised us most was the extent and the number of those jobs uh, there are we estimate a little over a quarter of all jobs in ireland in that broad category uh, of low-paid, precarious employment. So that was surprising. We use a whole battery of indicators to measure the quality of a job, but it is what we might call those traditional economic indicators of earnings, employment benefits, employment security, sense of security going into the future. But it's also other elements. It's like the level of autonomy you might enjoy in your work, the balance between your private life and work life, whether you're given promotion opportunities, whether you're provided with training. But I suppose the point we're making in the report is that there are many others being left behind. So if you have legislation in place, you need to police it, you need to put surveillance mechanisms in place. But one other recommendation that we suggest is, is that the state would bolster or help to bolster the role of sectoral bargaining between employers and trade unions, of which there is some, But that is a mechanism that can really ensure that conditions of employment and the quality of jobs rises for more than just the minority. And in that way, takes away the incentive amongst some employers, and I stress not all, just some, who might be inclined to depress job quality to improve their own competitive uh, circumstances.
1: And then there's the high quality jobs, which Mm -hmm. are great, but, you know, there's a sting in the tail for them, isn't there?
2: There is I mean this is one of the loudest messages to come out of our findings. Uh, many of the best jobs in Ireland are what we call greedy jobs. Um, these are jobs that demand an awful lot of their staff, long working hours, intensive working regimes to the extent that their their private lives and the quality of their private lives are diminished in other words the the office the job takes priority, and there 's that expectation. Now, you know, people might make a trade-off or know that there is a trade-off in that I'll take the good job, realise that I don't have uh, great work-life flexibility or much time to spend at home, but the income and the rewards and the status are worth it. The difficulty with that that we find is that most of these jobs are dominated by men. So women are not able to get into these good jobs to the same extent because they impinge on their domestic caring roles.
0: All right. That is what John Geary had to say. He's a professor at UCD School of Business and he compiled the report, as Henry said. What about the people who are the subject of the
1: report, Henry? Workers on the ground? Yeah. I mean, there's two different types of workers on the ground. They're the ones that the greedy job ones. I remember being actually at a wedding in Bermuda and uh, someone there had to keep taking phone calls to close a deal. And, you know, he just wouldn't stop because he had a a greedy job. He worked very, very hard. But then there are the carers and the gig workers who also work extremely hard. Delivery drivers. Uh, They are the worst paid and they've got no security. Here is a student and a man in the shadow economy. You're 23. Does it surprise you that nearly a quarter of jobs are considered bad jobs, poor jobs, uh, that have very little benefits?
0: It it really doesn't surprise me. Um, I mean, I'm not from Ireland, um, but as someone from the US, that's very similar economy-wise there. A lot of people are resorting to delivery drivers, things like that. To
1: live. So these delivery drivers, they're on very little, if anything. Uh, and it's all about that next gig, that next delivery. Mm-hmm. You're young. Do you worry about your future?
0: Very much so. Um, I'm in a master's currently, and I, it's, it's, even, it's hard to find job prospects through
2: that. I'm father of two children. I have a residence from 2009, 10, in this country. Now, after... Twelve years I live in shed. I am father of two children. I work in with a fake name. So I work in delivery. So you must be really poor. No, yeah, I was I with, with my residence. I was very good. I have yeah, I, I have know. I have a I have a home. I have council home. I have two children. One one is disabled. One is autism, and I have another one is two years happy life with happy family end of the day now i live in shadow minister i am working with the fake name after 12 years working with my residence, i am working with fake name delivery you know why to feed my children
0: okay that is what that man had to say as you describe him and he working in the shadow economy how he describes himself he doesn't have residency what about women? Still worse off than men? That's what this report shows.
1: Yeah, they're still uh, earning a lot less. They're paid less. I think, you know, with now the 4th of December, ladies have stopped being paid, compared to men, if that makes any sense. I think they stopped being paid in November if you work it out over the whole year. Uh, and they're more anxious about their future prospects. Um, they've got to work long hours, uh, uh, and they experience big issues around work, life, spillage, uh, and they have that conflict. And it's true because um, women across Ireland right now, they might finished their day job they go home and they've got to do all the caring roles as well um, also that they're, they're not uh, involved in trade unions the same amount uh, as perhaps a man and they don't get the same amount of training here is Leisha McGrath who specializes in work and organizational uh, uh, psychology
3: women seem to fare less well in the workforce uh, when compared to men we know the world over that these patterns are similar and of course a legacy of the patriarchy still having a firm hold on many aspects of our working life. Coupled with this, we have uh, the second shift where most uh, women do more than their fair share of um, child care, of caring for elderly, of shopping, cooking, cleaning, all that type of stuff. So what we have is a picture where women are... Uh, the ones suffering with, I think it's 80% of autoimmune diseases, Gabor was saying, are with women as opposed to men. So it's taking a real toll. I think work can serve a variety of purposes for people. At the lower level, it can be around, um, you know, food on the table, roof over our head. I think when we uh, get those basic needs met, we know that there is huge importance and value in in having work that gives us purpose, that allows us to develop our potential, and certainly uh, that type of work is synonymous with with better health outcomes. And ideally, you know, if we can have that and a shared uh, sharing of the second shift, I think we'll will we'll be in for real change for the generations to come. Government absolutely could do more, but I think there's a lot of work that um, organisations themselves can do. I think we need to move away from just window dressing and pretending that we're really putting women in, in, in higher paid positions where they have more say, more input. We need huge amount more support around childcare, around maternity leave, all of that. Um, and again that will that will go further to to leveling the playing field.
0: Leisha McGrath there who specialises in work and organisational psychology you met workers as well do they feel Henry those you spoke Mm.
1: to that they've got a good job or a bad job yeah real cross section and it's quite hard to go up to someone and say tell us about your job tell us about are you happy is your job going well here are people from all walks of life I'm a supervisor so quite senior do you get time off do you get benefits yes and you're pleased content yes content a bit of freedom Yes. You can make your own decisions? Yes. Carers, particularly, are low paid. They do amazing work. They save the state a huge amount of money by caring for people in their own home. And I think, absolutely, they should be paid more. Absolutely. And even carers in nursing homes as well are Absolutely. paid very Yes, little. and I have uh, relations who have worked in nursing homes and, yes, they do incredible work. The salaries they get or the wages they get at the moment are keeping pace with the cost of living. I really don't.
3: Definitely women are paid less, for sure. Probably do the worse or paid jobs, like cleaners and working in restaurants and caring for elderly and stuff. But yes, I definitely think that women probably do the worse their paid job, lesser paid job. It's traditional, I think, that men get the top jobs in big companies. I think it's very hard for women to get past that glass ceiling that still exists, I think. But I think it's changing. Women go on maternity leave. It would be much better if men had babies also. So if the men could
1: have babies, this would solve everything.
3: (laughs) Well, uh, I, I do feel still in this day and age, in a lot of companies, if you're going on maternity leave and uh, women, I think they'll give a job to a man first because he won't be going on that leave.
2: I probably would be working maybe about seven
1: years and then I move on. You've never had a bad job?
2: Always Not really. I've had good. ups and downs and jobs but never really a bad job. And I'm in the construction business and, and the construction business is a tough game.
3: But obviously if women are having children they can't work and do both at the same time. Um, so that's probably why men still are kind of superior in the in the workplace and get the, the best jobs and higher earning jobs as well.
2: Well, I think in this day and age, the women are highly educated and they're very much entitled to be in the same jobs and particularly to get the same pay and why shouldn't they? I'm a technician.
1: And what exactly do, do you do? I don't want to say. You don't want to say, but you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> because doesn't no, Yeah, Yeah, I am happy, yeah. You don't want to identify yourself, no.
0: All right, Henry McKean uh, reporting there. Henry, thank you very, very much uh, for that.
2: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.